Yes, you're gonna have people turn their backs, but it's time for us to keep it real. Just keep talking that real, bro. Do what you do, I know what you do, so keep doing that. Talk the real. The HBI lads will see you now. See you now. See you now. I don't wanna cause no problems. Mm-hmm. I just wanna live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. And we're back. HBI podcast, health, business, and in between. My name is Dr. Nathan Bridger. I am a chiropractor working out of North Fremantle Chiropractic. Surprise, surprise, in North Fremantle, Perth, Western Australia. And I am joined, as always, by the dangerous duo. We're going to start with the man with a hairstyle that I don't even know what to say about it. It's flowing in the... Party in the front, bad times in the back is the way I'm going with it today. Our physiotherapist extraordinaire, Mr. Ben Humphreys. I think it's more a business up front, party at the back. Because if you look at me from front on, it looks like my old hairdo. But then I turn on the side and it's like... You know, gangster. If I look at you from front on, you remind me of a sperm that watched too much Happy Days. Like... You're like the Fonz is a sperm. I don't know where I'm going with it, but it just it freaks me out a bit. I don't get that reference either. No. Oh, too young. He's too young. <laughs> too young. You also you are you are welcome for the cheeky little tag in the meme this week. I hope I uh, hope the missus enjoyed that one. On yours? On the facey, your your little uh, your little when she looks at your mullet photo. You're oh, that welcome. was gold, bro. I showed her <laughs> and she's like, she loved it too. <laughs> I was like, as well as, you know, when you see a meme and you're just like, if I don't tag this person, it's a disservice to humanity. That's what happened right there. Introduce me in a while. I'm yeah, well, listen, listen, we haven't forgot about him. How could you forget about him? <laughs> he, is the, the he, he is the businessman. He is the big part. Uh, he is the B in HBI. He is the man, the myth, the assassin himself. Myotherapist, Mina Garris, how are we? I'm really good. How are you boys going? Right, so good. Life's good. We're all back good, in business. Bro. We're all seeing people again. We're Not on. that many ever no. stopped. If anything, Benny got busier. But the rest of us who stopped seeing people, to... we're seeing people again. <laughs> I need to sleep. <laughs> Mate, you need to calm this, this down. I know. You're, you remind me, I was listening to um, Rogan interview Bert Kreisner the other thing. And they were talking about how like all the other comedians were like, Bert, you're touring like you like it's gonna go away. Like it's gonna stop existing soon. Uh, this is how you're physioing at the moment, mate. You're I'm physioing sprinting. so hard. It's years. like it's like you're afraid that tomorrow the world's gonna end and you're not gonna be able to physio no more. Like, yeah, I got I got a weird thing about that. Like like if I stop, what's gonna happen? <laughs> so I get that's I get weird when I get a day off. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I feel I We're gonna have to talk guilty. about this, mate. You feel like you're getting you. You feel like you're doing a disservice to yourself. I sleep like, in, and I'm is... like, "Oh, who are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, we you've thrown your life away. You've, you've disgraced your family name. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we're gonna have. We're gonna have to do an episode on this, just to like inter- intervention with Ben. In my head, yeah. But yeah. before it's we interesting. do, it's interesting when um you know when we had that break, and I thought that's it. I couldn't treat anymore, and they're telling me now you got to start massaging online. That'd be the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, uh, mate, I believe that's called Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> right i'm just like you know what stuff is, I, i'm just gonna quit <laughs> but it killed me like i didn't know i didn't know what i was gonna do like i was actually really i didn't realize how much i love my job to like yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore you know yeah. um and then what it allowed me to do and i think it's a really good segue into this conversation is it helped me kind of rebalance um how i manage my days and 
who I put and how I manage my staff on, on upon returning. So um, it was a good chance for me to you know create scheduling priorities, mm-hmm. uh, which enabled me to enjoy the business part as well as the working part. You know, so I know nice. Benny and I grind 12, 14 hours a day. But, you know, in terms of sustainability, <laughs> yeah. you know, how far is that going to take you? I've aged 10 years and two, so you know, I don't recommend like, it. It's, it's one of those ones, though, where people like, you know, like, sleep when you're dead. And then I'm always like, yeah, because you'll be dead real soon if you keep that shit up. Like, you'll be have all the sleep you want because you'll be like 29 and in the fucking box, man. Yeah. So a way that I kind of looked at that is... Um, I needed to onboard more staff. Mm, literally. And I needed stuff. to onboard more staff so that way I can still keep the business going. I can employ more people in the business and I've got that time to kind of work on the business versus in the business. So, yeah. um, that comes kind of, from what we were talking about the other week, obviously, with that yeah. setting up your days and stuff like that. Having that ability to then... What's the, what's the word I want to use? The, you know, like, give over some of that responsibility, you know? Like, yeah. which is... Trust hard <laughs> it's really hard difficult especially yeah. when it's your business isn't it you're just like don't don't break my shit like it's my baby do not don't work hard <laughs> it's like i will kill I'm you die for this yeah literally i will right. kill you yeah. well i think today what we do want to talk about obviously and this is one we're all got a bit of a unique aspect on this is staff and hiring staff and staff options within each of our um disciplines which i think will be very similar and different at the same time but we were talking i'm gonna do it this is happening we were talking before this started and i have something that i have to get off my chest yes sir i'm not gonna stop hearing about it go on all right it's happening it's doing so anyone who's followed me long enough knows this is a thing that really pisses me off these are things piss you off bro I'm, I'm every face. week, I reckon. I, 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 let, I did for a while and I let it go because I just realized it was not negative energy wasn't happening. But every so often, I think you need it. Yeah, yeah. People that record like video or live or shit while they're driving are literally the worst human beings on this fucking planet. Like, why? I don't know where he's at, but if he still exists, Hitler would look at them and he would be disgusted. That's how fucking bad these people are. That's evil. <laughs> like, I just, like, what the fuck? Like, here's the thing, right? Like, none of these people, and I know a few, and you're lovely people in general, except for this year. <laughs> for the worst, but they're like, lovely. <laughs> but, like, if you fucking, like, what do you fucking think? Like, one, nobody really cares what you're fucking saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, here's my daily health tips on how to have a better life. Yeah, who gives a shit, love? Like, one, or a guy. Two, if you're really trying to help people, why are you recording yourself driving? Because people, they pretend like they're not looking at the camera. In every two seconds, they're looking at the camera, looking like, oh, look, there I am again, still looking good, still looking fine. Like, if you needed to use that time to help people, just record your voice and use it as like a podcast type thing. Like, what the shit? Like, well, how is driving while staring at your fucking phone not a problem? And then you have the audacity to put it online, it's like waving it in front of the police being like, yo, I'm breaking the law, and to, and then tell people it's there to help them. The level of narcissism is fucking <laughs> crazy. Like, am I the only one who's seeing this? Like, right, just, this, this I look rage. at it, I'm like, everyone's, everyone's rage. like, 
oh man, the one I saw that everyone's like, there's something like, of course, it's, you know, women come in on women's like, babe, you're the best. These are the best. Do more. I'm just like, both <laughs> of you should best. never reproduce. <laughs> like, Shut if up. the level of stupidity that's already going, like, there's no more. If we give that to children now, we are in yeah. real trouble. Like, don't, just, don't compound the yeah. stupidity. And like, there is Please. multiple and, and examples of people dying. Like, the worst thing here is if that, if she, like she, he, whoever it is, crashes into a fucking tree and dies. It's on you, man. So be it. Yeah. Sad on you. But you're probably going to crash into someone else and fucking kill them and their their family because you're busy talking about the best way to do a fucking hip thrust. Like, fuck. <laughs> Doesn't it's it's a bit All right. illogical. All right, I've I've got that. I think out. we should. I think that <clears throat> I'm going to make that points. my own sound. Can we yeah. redo so the I intro. Think... I'm going to make my, my that's my new soundbite. Somewhere in there is my new soundbite. Yeah. But on to actual business. Now that I've got that shit out of me system, I think we should do um a rant and uh, a Dr. Bridger weekly rant, and people just people actually will tune in just to hear you talk talk shit about something or someone. Or... I've, got, I've got to be you got to be careful about surrounding yourself with negativity though. <laughs> like you really, it sounds a bit woo, but I found when I was looking for problems. I was finding problems. Yeah, I think 100%. I think a rant is appropriate when it's natural. Where do you see something you like? Actually, that's dumb. Yeah, I've already got one for next week. That's how bad this is. Um. Anyway, let's talk <laughs> stuff. So, like, I mean, uh, lead us in. You're the you're the big boss in here, man. Talk business. Stuffing. Um. There's a lot that kind of comes into it when you're mixing the ATO has a lot of involvement when it comes into employment contracts. Um, employees look a lot for reliability, um, sustainability within the workplace. And safety. it's also about safety and also about mm. their personal situations, you know, whether they need pay slips, you know, whether you've got them on the books or not. These are things that are really, really critical. And we've seen it, a, a really pure example happen at the moment where with all the JobKeeper payments and people that haven't kind of been on the books, these mm. people can't even get paid now. Yeah. Right? Entitlements and all that yeah. sort of shit. Correct. Correct. So it, it's really critical to set up your business thoroughly and accurately and ensuring that your people are on the right contracts, you've got them on the right agreements. And yeah. um, we had a big meeting with my HR rep at the moment and we've been discussing something called sham contracts. So mm. sham contracts are <clears throat> essentially everywhere. contracts um, that... All this, I'm sorry, I'm going to... All this sounds like to me is... Does anyone remember the sham wow? Sham <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like the sham contract. I'm like, probably about yeah. as legally binding as all the stuff they yeah. said about the sham wow. It's like, it's obviously coke. All yeah. done. All yeah. done, we're good. You can drink it so, again. Look, we've we've all we've all kind of been there and for me it's just making sure that I look after my staff and when my staff talk about my business, I have a reputable business that shows that I pay my staff well, I pay my staff on time, they get all their entitlements and legally we're binding we're okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um now a, a sham contract is they, they generally say if it sounds like a duck, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's most likely a duck. So yeah. you, you you can't kind of onboard someone as a subcontractor have your name have their name on your business card and then just be a subcontractor doesn't work they are directly and they are an employee right even if you have a contract that's verbal or handwritten 
in the eyes of the ATO, they do not give a shit about your intention. Yeah. Right. It's got to be legally they binding. It has right. to be legally binding. <clears throat> and the lawsuits at the moment, especially <clears throat> in the health industry. Filthy. Now, it, in, in rare, really rare situations, the fine can go up to about $64,000 a person. Yeah. Oh, right. Yuck. So it is, it is quite alarming. Yeah. So and that's 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 important to understand there. That's not just mm. like that's the fine from the ATO type stuff. It's not yeah. also the money that the employee can come after the business for and vice versa. Entitled. Correct. They will come back for entitlements of superannuation yeah. um, and sick leave and annual leave entitlements. So um, it's it's also really important to be transparent with your workers, you know, even if they ask you, Oh, can you just pay me cash? Yeah. Um, you're doing a disservice to your business and your reputation um, and it's not the right thing. So sometimes we can be unaware, right? And this is, I guess, mm. you're, you're learning, which is, to me, I was unaware. I kind of just started employing people just, you know, not, not too long ago. And I initially had one of my guys on a, um, on a subcontractor agreement. Mm. Uh, and then it gets quite tricky depending if they've got other jobs or not. So yeah. I would really encourage that we're not accountants, we're not lawyers, we're not HR. Yeah. So this is purely just on our experience. Do not take us as legal. This is not legal advice. Uh, but this is purely based on what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'd actually migrated my workers from subcontractor to casual employment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, even good. then with casual employment, Right, there's only a certain time frame they can actually be on casual employment. So even post a year, you have to be able to offer them at least part-time employment. So there's a few aspects into this, and I'm kind of open for questions if you guys got any questions. Yeah. Well, I think we for me, I, I'm going to assume that my industry is the same as both your industries. That exactly the same. Yeah. You see three basic types of contracts usually within the industry. Subcontractor. Yeah. We have a lot of people moving to what's called a facility lease agreement. And then mm-hmm. yeah, an employee yeah. contract. And yeah, subcontractors true. were like number one for Commission. decades, until, decades until the global financial crisis came and the government saw a heap of tradies that were contractors without any future because they had no super. It's one mm. of the things with the subcontractors, you got to pay your own super. And they were like, here comes some rules. And yeah. this is where a lot of the health industry is only catching up now. And what I'm seeing, I don't know what Correct. it's like for Mayo and for physio, but they're still running these antiquated, you know, um, contracts and they're getting sprung. Sham, sham contracts. Yeah. Because they you know, they, they were back in the day. Okay. Yeah. But rules have changed. So like subcontractor, I was on a subcontractor contract a few years back. It was only legal because I was working two businesses and I wasn't doing greater than 80% of my work in one business. Correct. And that's one of the few, but even that, just due to seasonal fluctuations can get really loose in the eyes of the ATO. I don't know about you. It's like I commonly saw, and this, this is something I think for both employers and employees to be aware of. You commonly will see things still sitting in contracts that are not legally binding anymore. Like we used to have a exclusion uh, zone yeah, yeah. in ours. It's a violation of the restraint of trade. Restriction trade. Yeah. yeah. It's a general gentleman's it's agreement. Common. But it's something that's not actually legally enforceable. There was a lot of things in there. And then all that's happened a lot in our industry is everyone's been attempted to be moved into a facility lease agreement, which essentially should just be you are renting a room, right? Like you pay $120 a day room rent, whatever it is, 
and that. But what they've done is just shift the subcontractor as a, and dress it as a facility lease. All the same mm-hmm. stuff, still on a percentage, all these kind of things. And what we're starting to see more and more of, particularly in Cairo, is communication breakdown. And I've seen it from people that have worked for people for like better parts of decades going and then sending back, hey, here's my bill for a quarter million dollars worth of owed super entitlements. Right? Things get yeah. messy when you don't have a, yeah, like you're not standing on good legal grounds. Yeah. So something I kind of want to just explain, and this is maybe for people who are just starting up their own business and maybe um, about to hire their, their first employee, right? Um, when you're looking at a subcontractor, if a subcontractor is producing their own clientele, their own bed, okay, you have no jurisdiction over what time they come in and do their job. Yeah. Right? If you could literally... Literally, they could, if they are sick, they could bring in some other therapist that they know and take over the job. And you have no jurisdiction over that whatsoever. Okay. So these are the things. If you want to control their times, if you want to control their KPIs, if you want to control what time they they start and finish and who they treat and what they wear, um, this is where the vibe comes in. They become an employee, right? Now, uh, so, yeah, an employee under you. Now, you might say, okay, well, look, I'm still quite new. I don't think I'm going to be that busy in order to kind of have them on part-time, okay? Mm-hmm. This is where we have casual employment, okay? Where with casual employment, they get a higher rate, so they get automatically an increase, 25% loading, and they need to have a minimum of three hours with you a day, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's no work booked for that day, then obviously, you know, if they don't the have bill. to come in and that's fine and you don't owe them anything, right? Um, but if they have, for example, only one session a day, they are still entitled to three hours of pay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's good. Makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so there's a lot that kind of comes into that. Um, once they earn over $480 in that calendar month, you are automatically entitled to pay them super. Yeah. So, so these are some of the laws that, that really pertain. Now, if you have a look at it, you know, you, your, your basic subcontractor agreement is generally around 50-50 and above, okay? Um, now, your basic entry-level payment, I'm not sure this is purely for, for Maya, guys, um, but mm. we, we offer, I think it's about $29.64 as a level one pay point one, okay? There's probably hour. another 30, yeah, per hour. Okay. Um, now, when you add obviously tax and super, you're still going to be better off in terms of when you're paying them 50 to 60%. Yeah, because yeah. it's comparable depending on obviously a few variables. Yeah. 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 So, th- these are just the key things that I've personally learned. Um, you know, I've signed up tax declaration forms, superannuation forms. I've got a, a, a HR, um, which is actually from Perth. Her name's um, Norelle Maedo. Um, she's been my HR rep and she looks after every single health profession. So regardless of myo, physio, osteo, um, and I'm happy to put her details up and she's yeah. done all my contracts. I paid $197 contract, which is a small Pretty amount of money way. to pay. Yeah. It's a small amount of money. Yeah. It's a small amount of money to pay to make sure you're doing the right thing by your staff. Yeah. 
Good. And it's such an easy process to go through. And it gives you a sense of professionalism as well. Um, and then everything obviously gets tracked through zero, which is a really good way to kind of monitor their pays, their tax threshold. And the other great thing about zero is you can put their award, which is going to give you automatically what their rate is. So you don't have to sit there and start to guess, you know, what should I pay them? How much should I tax? Uh, how much mm. super should I give? And everything's automated through that system. So I'm going through that process at the moment, uh, just getting zero set up. And I've actually got a meeting with her today at three o'clock. Um, but I just think it's a uh, really, it really, yeah. really important um, aspect to make sure that you get 100% right. It's good. Because yeah, I don't, I'm, I think I've spoken about this before. I've been on some loose contracts over the years. In fact, I've been at numerous businesses where for the first few months we didn't even have a contract. It was just kind of like a thing. And, you know, like... A verbal agreement, yeah. The problem is we all, like, we're health practitioners, right? We will, you will hear this theme over and over again. Our job, we, we lo- we're in this we like to help people. Mm. The problem is we often forget to help ourselves. Yeah. And I've seen myself, I've seen countless people get taken for rides, promised the world and delivered nothing because there wasn't a contract in place or there wasn't a contract in place beforehand. And you need that because I've seen countless times when things start to break down and the simple fact is with any relationship, there's going to be some breakdown. Now, Mm. that doesn't mean it falls apart. Like relationships, all relationships have challenge. But if you don't have a clear guide on where you stand on things, it's very hard to come back to it, right? Boundaries. Like, you know, like if, yeah. if like this happened recently when I was in, before I mm. um, moved to Perth, there was a sudden change in the way I was being paid. And when I questioned it, I was just told that's how it is. And when I went back and said, hey, no, contractually, that's not how it is. Yeah. That's where we yeah. saw it. Be. And then, you know, as a business right. owner, you need to know what your contract is says you signed yeah, it yeah, yeah. you're responsible for yeah. it like yeah it's a contract you gotta abide it's a legally binding yeah. document mm. and to add to that um my other meeting with with Narelle, we, we spoke about um transparency i know that's something that ben speaks a lot about um mm. you i've created like a, a google drive where um, all my employees have access to this drive and mm. they get to where, where by law um, we have to have a copy of their contract, um, yeah. not a, co- like copy, sorry, a copy of the award, so a copy of the of the massage um, and health professionals award, um, where it's visible for them. Also, a health and safety um, document, mm. as well as a super document. Um, everything that they need to be able to access to say, hey, you guys, you've had the opportunity to review it, and it puts the owner accessible. Back on this. Yeah, it's accessible. So I know Benny, when I used to work with you. Um, this is something you guys already had up and running, uh, where all our contracts um, you had visible to us, you know, all your rehab hard programs, copy, soft copy, yeah. hard copy, Pol- soft policies, copy. all that sort of poli- shit. So, yeah, that's right. Mm. Policies and procedures, like that's all visible to your staff um, because it puts an accountability and professionalism on both the business yeah. and, 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 and the safety of your employees. Legitimacy. Well. And it's, I think, a lot of what, and what I think we do a part two to this because many of us are shoot soon, but a lot yeah. of it is not only for the employee's protection, it's for the mm. employer's protection as well. So like it's, it's a, it's a win-win for both parties. It's like, all right, you guys are protected and then we're protected as well because you know, let's say like, Nate, like I've been on a, a sham like contract, like, uh, 
through, through a big physio company in Melbourne and across Australia, actually, mm-hmm. where I was given a, a commission subcontractor agreement, but wasn't paid any entitlement, no super, no, obviously nothing else, which was fine. It was more a facility fee subcontractor agreement. Anyway, but yeah, like if I wanted to be an asshole, because they didn't treat me well at the end, I can go back and, hey, actually I'm entitled for this, this and this. Yeah. And that, yeah. that then comes down to a personal decision whether you, you hit back and say, well, this is what's going to happen. Then you get into the messy fucking legal side of things, which I almost got into when I first started this business two years ago, which is a, a story for another day. But it can get fucking, it gets scary. Like yeah. people sending letters of breaches of contract and like you get like, start talking about lawyers and litigation fees. It's like, fuck this. This is like a whole unknown world. So to, to save that happening, yeah, I think it's good yeah, yeah. to put in those safety measures that you're talking yeah. about. Well, again, and this is important. Communication is key. Sorry, no. Yeah. yeah. This ahead, is man. important because we have a lot of upcoming therapists uh, that will listen to this podcast and we have a lot of people who are starting up their businesses. So, you know, why are you going to try and go through this? And we've already gone through it and we can kind of mm. teach you guys what not to do and how to kind of best set up your structure. Because once your structure is set up, you've built the backbone of your operation, right? So any new person that gets onboarded, you have the same set of clear processes to make sure that like this onboarding process, I actually really thoroughly enjoyed because it was so professional. It was so thorough. And I I actually felt like I was doing the wrong, I was doing the right thing by my people. And I felt so confident in that process. So um, if anyone needs any advice, um, I'll I'll post up Narelle's details and she purely Mm -hmm. works with health professionals. That is her target clientele. Um, She's an absolute pleasure to work with. She spends the time with you. She'll give you um, a couple of free consultations just to kind of get you going. Um, And it's just a really good investment to make sure you've done the right thing legally by yourself, your business, yeah. your clients, um, mm, and everything absolutely. else. But there's so much more to talk about. And I think yeah. we'll kind of keep this one going. Um, yeah, I think this will be now. a regular sort of stop in. And mm. just, I think to finish on that, there's a really good point you make right there where as health professionals, we're paid for a service that we're experts in. We are mm. not experts in HR, business. contract thing. So, what we're giving you today is our experience and you know how we've gotten better at it. We've employed professionals like you were just saying, man. So it's, this is that thing is how you have people on your team that actually have done the due diligence who are trained in this thing and you use them and you pay them for their skills, just like people do for you. So don't think because you're real good at myo, chiro or physio that you're real good at contracts because my experience is that is never the case. I'm not. That's right. for sure. <laughs> and let's. I think we'll uh, we'll have to have the big discussion on the the infamous giant that is superannuation at some stage because I think all of us have seen how yeah, nasty well, that bad boy can hands get. Deep in that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big yeah, one. I'm hands deep in that situation at the moment. So um, I can definitely give you guys a fair bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there it is. It There's today's on. Real quick, real simple, but these are where our options lie when it comes to being an employee or employing people for your business. Make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you're getting the right advice and make sure, number one, communication transparency is very clear. Honesty. Exactly. Absolutely. If you enjoyed today, please, as always, throw a screenshot up, tag us in it. We love seeing them. And leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your sweet, sweet podcast from. Until next week, be awesome. See you, boys.